You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It's 22 minutes after 5 o'clock in conversation next with Wayne Duvenage, the Chief Executive Officer of the organization Undoing Tax Abuse, Alta. So Anti-Corruption Advocacy Group Transparency International has just launched its latest Corruption Perception Index for 2023 and South Africa has dropped in the index rankings, scoring 41 out of 100. One of the reasons why the country um, has not performed well is due to its failure to criminalize corruption and build stronger anti-corruption institutions. To share um, their observation on this new um, index, we're joined by Wayne Duvenage. Wayne, good afternoon. Your Good evening. Um, thank you so much for making time for us. And according to the report, this is the worst ranking that the country has ever had. Yes. Uh, hi, Aldrin. And, and uh, it's, it's, the sad thing is it's going backwards. So we had a ranking of 44 two years ago. It dropped to 42 and now it's at 41. Uh, this is a perception index. So it, mm. is, uh, it is the, the people's perception of, of corruption. And we're not surprised because things aren't getting any better. And, you know, um, Sir Ramaphosa came into power officially in 2019, but as far back as 2017 on the, on the back of an anti-corruption ticket and a whole stance, the Tumamina stance, we were going to go and, and deal with corruption seriously. Here we sit five years later with this administration and we haven't gone forward. In fact, some would even say it's got worse because, yeah. you know, we've had state capture, we have all this evidence, nothing is really happening and uh, things are getting worse from the procurement abuse uh, and, and corruption point of view, especially at local government level. So we're not surprised, and it is sad, because uh, we're below the average of 43 um, and, uh, and and going backwards. It is a concern for this country. The interesting thing about that also in this particular perception is, one, we had that State Capture Commission of Inquiry investigation. Yeah. We had the recommendations that have been made. The presidency has insisted, even though the chairperson of the commission has said that parliament has even failed in the implementation of the of of um, the recommendations that have have been made. The presidency has refuted that. They actually issued a statement um, a couple of months ago stating uh, how many of the recommendations are being implemented. So where do you think we are we, we are getting it wrong? And let's not also forget that uh, the country is grey listed. Yes, I mean, uh, you know, the presidency can paint a picture that they are getting it are getting it right. The problem is that we've seen very little, and there's low-hanging fruit from the uh, Zonda Commission. Um, you know, for instance, it takes uh, the Americans to 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 deal with the issue of 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 ABB of SAP and all of that, so that we can start getting funds back. Little is happening here when it comes to accountability. We have good institutional. Uh, structures, we have good laws, but it doesn't help having all of that in place when you're not bringing people to account and holding them to account for the corruption that is taking place. So right now we see abuse of the procurement practices, we see lack of transparency in ESKIM, Transnet, and many of these uh, organizations, which shouldn't be the case today. The Auditor General highlights it in every report, not getting better, getting worse uh, around um, accountability and uh, consequence management. So, uh, you know, I think the presidency and, and, and government, the ruling party, pays a lot of lip service, but they don't deal with the issue. Another matter in question, the Deputy Peters, the Deputy Minister in one of the departments, uh, is being held accountable by the Ethics Committee in Parliament, being, being uh, sanctioned for three months, having to uh, not be allowed to play her role, but the ruling party keeps her in her position. So I'm afraid 
you know, our government is not really doing what they can and should be doing when it comes to seriously and meaningfully tackling corruption. And that's what this perception index is telling us as well. Uh, and what, we, what we've seen now, even though the ANC is saying that it is taking steps against its members that have been implicated in state capture. However, though, it almost seems that, um, that the Integrity Commission of the ANC, and by the way, just a reminder again, guys, that the Integrity Commission is an Integrity Commission of the ANC. It's not an independent institution that is run by the state. So we should never forget that. When we speak about the Integrity Commission, it's the Integrity Commission of the ANC. But the ANC is saying that um, its members must be appear before the Integrity Commission. And then the Integrity Commission would then decide whether this person um, can 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 um, can be can be interviewed to be on the provincial list or the national list of the party heading into the elections, even though we've paid close to a billion rand for state capture commission of inquiry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, I mean, uh, it, it, it's no rocket science when you just see what's happening, listen to the news, look at the exposures. Take, for instance, the case that we recently had. I mean, criminal charges have been laid against the CEO of, of, of Nesfas. Uh, but the ministry found them fine. Nothing was wrong uh, six, seven, eight months ago until a proper investigation led to his dismissal, the CEO's dismissal. The chairperson and everybody backing him, Ernest Causa, and only three months, four months later, that person has to step aside because they're implicated. The minister's got questions to answer. So... You know, you wonder why the public feel that something is not being dealt with seriously and taken seriously. That's just one. And as far as you can see all the seaters and the stuff, it's daily news around corruption in this country, and it's not getting better. Well, last night the president uh, painted a picture of things are actually becoming better and uh, saying that he's trying to clean out all of the mess that occurred during the tenure of his predecessor, including, for instance, um, what has happened at SARS, and we've got a new SARS commissioner. Um, mm-hmm. There seems to have been some turnaround at SARS, and the president also speaking about law enforcement. What's your take on that? Well, I think, firstly, you know, one doesn't need to pat themselves on the back for doing the work that's expected of them. Of course, under Tom Moyane, SARS was... Uh, decimated uh, and it's taken Kisveta some time to build it. Well, that's good news. They had to do that. Otherwise, government would have had a poor record on on revenue collection. We'd be in bigger and dire straits. So, yes, that's good news and we welcome that. But that doesn't mean to say that crime, uh, safety and security is being dealt with. Education uh, is going backwards. The corruption that is happening at local government goes unabated. Uh, wastewater treatment plants continue to spew sewage into our river systems, closing beaches, ruining tourism in places like Etiquini. The list goes on and on. Our health system is uh, in dire straits. NHI is not fit for purpose, yet they just forge ahead and sign these things into into being. We are having nuclear deals that are being requested for proposals put out when the IRP 2023 hasn't even finished its public engagement process. It was one of the conditions. They start fudging that so that they can uh, start forcing a deal that may not suit our security, uh, energy security needs in the future. What I'm doing is just listing here, Aldrin, there's so many things where there's dubious conduct and questionable decisions being made and government wants us to trust them and say, no, we we, we think everything's on board. It's not the case, and uh, they need to start taking action. Uh, I mean, Bladen's a Monday, there's so many questions about what is happening in NSFAS and the CETAs, and it doesn't stop.
Thank you so much for your time. Moen Duvenet, she is the Chief Executive Officer of the organization Undoing Tax Abuse Out at